1: hi everybody it's chris here from the gallagate shots youtube channel just to let you know as always this podcast is now part of the 90 minute football network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk enjoy the episode Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel for your post-match patter. This could be the first post-match patter in a cup game. Same outcome. <laughs> so, Mark, um, me and you were both there yesterday. at would say James Park both were decided to take with children.
0: Yeah, it was Gallagher Dads yesterday. Gallagher
1: Dads yesterday. So me, you, Roger, decided to take the offspring, the future of Newcastle United, the future of Gallagher shots. And what a match it was for them, mate.
0: <laughs> I think we're showing them the Newcastle of past rather than the Newcastle of the future yesterday, like We're just showing
1: think. them what, what it was, what yeah. it was. What it was currently like, but hopefully you won't see much of this one, lads and lasses. Uh, Mark, let, let's go straight in with the team news. In fact, before we hit the team news, going into the game, considering... The previous result that we had against Man United, mm-hmm. it would have been, and that performance. Yeah, you thought Newcastle had turned the corner; that the performances were coming, the fitness was getting better, and clearly you could see that. And look at the draw: we had a recently promoted League One side yeah. who were currently sat 16th in League One,
0: not doing very well, either.
1: Exactly. Well, they weren't. <laughs> um, you go into that game, and personally, for me, this might be me being, not necessarily big-headed, but probably being overconfident going that game, despite everything which has happened in Newcastle United yeah. before. I'm sitting thinking, I wonder how many goals we can score today.
0: Well, we'd sat on on Monday night talking about the fact that we had the, the Cup game and discussed about whether or not we'd uh, take winning the Cup versus being relegated. And th- thankfully, we don't have that, uh, that that dilemma anymore, do we? Could be both. <laughs> I, could be God, both. God help us. But yeah, I think you... You're always you're looking to get a you know a relatively easy home tie, aren't you? When the when the draw is made, just to so that you can get your name in the hat for the next round. And when you you see you coming up against Cambridge and the the sellout crowd and everything like that, you think, oh great, this could be a a day out where um, we'll go, we'll have a full full in and they just go put a performance on and, and get a result. But
1: Just speaking about the attendance there, I was expecting big numbers because we saw so earlier in the week that it was gradually going up and up and yeah. up. There was 20,000 sold in the first couple of days, mm-hmm. never mind anything else. And you normally get a, a crowd 25-ish, thereabouts, yeah. for a cup game. But you knew for fine, well, it was going to narrow and sell out, if not sell out, it. With the club announced that it was a South. There was a few pockets. Yeah, I think
0: it was like fifty I think of the attendance they said fifty-one thousand. It's because there, the, yeah, it? there was a big gap between the gap, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a big gap between the way fans and the. But I, I could see. I was sat in the east stand yesterday. Um, literally bang on the halfway line. So looking across at the Melbourne kind of either. say, so what would what would be the platinum club? There was a little little pockets of them empty. Um. Which I, I found strange, based on the fact that you couldn't you couldn't get you know tickets mm. online. So I don't know whether those ones are maybe just no shows, corporates or no shows or or, or whatever. Uh, maybe they just decided to stay inside and
1: get stuck into the the food. It's just it's remarkable to see. Not I think if I had been against another Premier League team, then you probably would expect it that sort of yeah. crowd. But then you look at the, that side and think, oh, it's a League One. You're probably gonna. Get fans thinking. Oh, we're going to win this game. We'll go and watch it.
0: Well, I think it was the as as you just said. Like we all took the the kids. I always do whenever we, we have a, a cup game or a um a preseason friendly or something like that. I take the little one, um, because he just he doesn't get the chance to to go otherwise, unless somebody that in our little group can't go and he can come along with us. Um, so I think you know, looking looking on my social media and stuff like that, there was loads of people doing that. It was an opportunity to take the
1: kids along to the game. It's normally the crowd that you see in a cup. Yeah, yeah. it's normally families. Isn't they, it?
0: they do well with the pricing, and that's what encourages the you know families to go. So I mean, I've seen like big groups of like families going with like whole whole kind of full generations, full generations. Yeah, grand the, the grandfather, grand grandmother, parents, brothers, sisters, and like I mean, there was, it, there was some probably, big
1: groups. It was probably the first chance that that people have had since the the Mike yeah. Ashley's left the club to get a ticket for the game. People mm-hmm. that have obviously. Either decided that they weren't going to go back to Saint James's Park, gave season tickets up until Mike Ashley had left, and it's probably the first chance that people would have had because Premier League games have been like gold dust, yeah. to get a ticket.
0: Well, I, I, that's I mean they've been selling now quickly, but again, it's it's people that that will regularly go that will have been been buying those. Um, whereas I, I think. For, certainly for the cup games the early the early rounds because i think it would change the the later you got on into the competition um and the pre-season friendly it is the opportunity for people that that don't normally get to go to to go um and i think that did probably show a little bit in the in the crowd and the atmosphere as well because it was it was noticeably a lot a lot quieter than it mm. has been in the last few weeks um you know and and i think that's because it's it's people that aren't aren't there regularly like trying to you know, get into it and stuff like that, but which was odd because there was a lot of chance in the streets and stuff before the game, mm. like when we're, we're walking our way up and stuff like that. But the
1: pubs know. were around as well. We would try to go for yeah. dinner with the Baines and we couldn't get anywhere in a, in a cafe. <laughs>
0: you would have thought it was like pre-Christmas, everybody yeah. going out doing the shopping and stuff like that and then go to the match. But again, it was just the, the sheer volume of people and making a, making a day out of it. And the Cambridge fans, they, they did the same, to be yeah. fair to them. They brought, I think, just over 5,000 and... Uh, in all honesty, I think that's might the, be more to be fair, man. Yeah. Like they, they filled it out, and that's that's probably the most fans and the and the noisiest fans I've I've seen this season. Hell of a lot better than the Man
1: United fans, because mm-hmm. they were shite. Yeah, yeah, tell you that one. But let's let's go there. I think we're probably a little bit arrogant going in this game, despite how shit we have been over the last X amount of years. Yeah. And let's not forget, last year, yes, we did have a decent cup run but we had some struggles in there against league 1 t- teams as well. Well, historically we we
0: have, you know, over the years came across or are against like, you know, lower league teams like I remember Stevenage, Oxford that you've you've said, you know, the likes of that where we came up against them. Yeah. So, it's it's one of those things. Like it's like what we saw when we went down in the championship whenever whenever Newcastle came to town, or people were coming to play us. It lifted the game, and you, you quite often get that in the FA Cup, especially when you're scalps, you know, doing it. It's, scalps. Well, it's, it's the giant killer tag, isn't it? And, uh, I mean, we've seen a few results like that over the weekend. It's not not just us, but uh, you would think it was, <laughs> know, you would well, think it was mate. The, the way the media's going on. That's on the, the headlines we're gonna, gonna always get, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Now, because of you know, the, the, the fact that we're always tagged as the richest club well, this, in the world. I was just about and... to
1: mention that I saw a Cambridge fan earlier. And, and the Cambridge fans, to be fair, the majority of them, probably all of them, apart from this one that I've seen, have been absolutely fantastic, really gracious and things like that. And, and Newcastle fans the same. have been replying to, to Cambridge's Twitter feed saying, fantastic support, and uh, good luck in the future and stuff yeah. like that. The one I saw today, just along the lines of, ha, 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 uh, little old Cambridge beat the richest club in the world. <laughs> give were a chance to be that richest <laughs> oh, okay. club in the world that that's slightly annoying for me but i i know it's a little digger, like the the difference between yep. the, the the football and clubs um but let let's go straight to the starting lineup mate. very very strong side i was surprised to be me fair too. i was
0: I, I didn't i didn't expect it to be as as strong as as what it was i expected kind of more of the fringe players to come in those that haven't played recently feel a bit of a split down um, the middle yeah yeah so um was he saying starting as well? I thought that was a surprise. And mm. after you know, he was going to be out for six months after the last game, mm. um, which turned out not to be the I case, he would
1: be too busy playing Cluedo, yeah,
0: or whatever the hell that board game is. Right, looking at the 90 minutes, well, not that he was on 90 minutes, but he probably was and he's head for the majority <laughs> of the time. Oh, I'm sure we'll get on to that. <laughs> we will,
1: we will, right? So, the start line, just to quickly go through it. Um, you have the Bravgrang goal, which was a Really big shock for me, yeah. I thought one of the goalkeepers would have got a run out in the I thought Dolo game. would be starting, yeah. Uh, Dolo wasn't even on the bench, it was Gillespie on the bench, yeah. So I don't know if it's maybe illness, illness, maybe. fella behind me kept on slagging Dubravka off, but call them Dolo. So I'm not sure what he, done, <laughs> what he thought, whether he thought it was Dolo on. in yeah. goal rather than shouting Dolo, but clearly wasn't Dolo in goal. Um, so yeah, Dubravka in goal. Um, you had Kieran Trippias and Castle United debut, yeah. Um, you have Uh, Emil Kraft there, Fabian Sher, Matt Ritchie, who was captain. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had John Joe Shelby, Sean Longstaff, Jacob Murphy, uh, Joe Linton, Ryan Fraser, and Alan St. Maximin in there. So if we're playing games on paper, which I know isn't the case, that team should be going out there and running wild against a lower League One football inside.
0: You you look at it on, as you say, on paper, and look at the strength of the team that you've you've gotten, the names that are on there, and you you certainly expect them to put a be able to, you know, as you said, beat a, a a team that's struggling down the bottom of of League One. But they, to to be fair to them, they came, they played, you know, out out of the skins. They really took the game to them because they were they were fully motivated for it. Um, I didn't see the same motivation from our players as, as as I did from the the Cambridge lads. They they really seemed up for it, wanted to scrap and battle for everything. Um, and whether or not that. You know, that same mentality got in our players around, oh well, it's only Cambridge, we've only got to, you know, turn up and we'll we'll beat them. Mm. Um there seemed to be a few, a few body languages that way from from me where it was a, a going through the motions if, and we should have enough.
1: If we're being honest though, it just touching on the first half, it wasn't the lack of chances created. No, it was the end product and not necessarily even the end product, the fact that there was nobody there. I think it was Luke Edwards yesterday that said throughout that game there was 36 crosses yeah. into the box. Yeah. How many of those can you remember? Well, I think we had nine of-
0: nine shots on target as well, if I remember right, and something like 27 shots on uh, like in total. So I mean, we did we did have we created chances. There wasn't anywhere that took stick them away, and I think. The lack of the lack of having a striker on the pitch just just shows. It showed in the, the a couple of games when we did the same and we played mm. Saint up front. I think it was Liverpool when we played him up front. Yeah, decent himself. game against
1: Evan when he was up um, uh, not against against Man United when he was up top by himself. But other than that when we have so Saint. He just drops deep and deep and yeah. deep for the ball, so you're left without a striker and you're relying on the likes of Fraser and, and Murphy to push on.
0: Yeah, and to be fair to those, those two again, first half they, they did they they got forwards um, well Trippier and um, and and Richie were linking up well with Fraser and and Murphy on, on the wings and they were causing problems getting up and up and down. Um like Fraser started on the right and, and Murphy across on the left. Um and we like you say, we were we were taking the game to them, but it wasn't there was like a few I wouldn't say like clear cut chances, but where we we tested the keeper, the keeper did. In in fairness to him, um, and you seen from the reaction at full time from from him and from the team, he he had a blinder. He pulled mm. off some some yeah. great saves. Um, but there wasn't any like real clear cut chances where you you threw or something like that. It was like I think Murphy had a one that was from distance. We had a couple of scrappy ones in the box. Second half, Joe had a had a great header um opportunity, which was probably the best save of of the game. But you. Again, like looking at it on paper and looking at the stats and watching that first half, on another day, you could have quite easily went in at half-time, 4 nil up. Mm. But how often have we sat here and, and said that? It's, it's it's that, the lack of the clinical mm. clinical that, that has really done
1: us this, this so season. Josh has said, yeah, uh, says he was at the game yesterday and it was embarrassing. Completely agree with you. Um, how got it technically wrong? Constant crossing at the box, what we've just been mentioned there, and we didn't have a strike up then. front. Yep. Baffled me. Gail should have started. Was Gail on the bench? Was Gail wasn't on the missing? bench. She wasn't even He's... in the squad. So, so apparently, I... Gail and Kieran Clark were. So Lascelles, Clark, and Gail were apparently supposed to be included in the squad in some way. Yeah, but because of an illness. Yeah. It. It's so that, like, I don't think it's COVID related.
0: Well, that was there was rumors about Gale about being being COVID. So uh, that I'd seen it, yesterday. But Kieran Clark
1: definitely isn't because there's a photo of Kieran Clark at, at the, ground. the
0: ground. Well, whether or not as when he's got there and then got some results or something like that, but I would have expected they would have to do the no, no. They for of like, with the, fans afterwards. Uh, he's got in one yes, of the boxes. Yeah, he's in one of the boxes and he's, him and he's, Longstaff. Yeah, I I remember that now. Um, but I like you just. That, that lack lack of having a striker is just is just critical for us. I mean, we talked about the fact that with Wilson being out, that's been now confirmed that it'll be eight weeks that but he's out. we were all expecting
1: Elliot Anson to get a chance, weren't we?
0: I, I did. I thought so. Again, with him being on the cover of the programme and stuff like that mm. and, and getting talked up kind of during the week, it's I would a bit have, of
1: a strange one to stick him on the front of the, the programme. And then not play him. Yeah. So, I know it's I mean, for me... Seeing that, uh, looking at my way of thinking there is absolutely ridiculous because the person designing the cover isn't going to go, <laughs> Eddie, I'll put him on the front of the cover. He's going to have to start.
0: Yeah. But maybe they just thought, again, along the lines of us, as of that year, you, you're expecting your fringe players to, to be involved in the game. And, mm. and, and that's why they've done it. But um, I don't know whether, whether they'd kind of got an, an inkling that he might have been involved. I, I don't know, but yeah, I, I certainly expected the same. I, I thought Gale would stop, but when then once he's not once he's not named, then it, it did come
1: as a surprise to us. Same, dad, actually, didn't have same there. bloke that was sat behind us. I kept on shouting about Dolo, who wasn't featured. Also kept on shouting about Gale, saying, why are you not bringing Gale on? <laughs> Not there, so, this,
0: so this fella clearly hadn't looked at the team. Well, not the team well, like I said,
1: I, I took took two boys. I took Nolan and Denver. And Denver is five now. And Denver started getting a bit bored. I would probably say around about the 60th minute thereabouts. Dad, can we go now? I said, just weird, just weird. Like something might happen. I wish we had left then, but we didn't. <laughs> but when we got out the ground and we were on the metro on the way home, and the metro cleared up a little bit, he just went, I went, Denver, do you enjoy it? He went, yeah, but that man behind us was really annoying me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just because he was one of those blokes that doesn't shut up throughout the game. And, like, then I kept on turning around, just staring at him (laughs) like that. He's like a Scottish bloke. And I thought, thought, he kept on swearing as well. And, like, Nolan, the older ones, like, keep on smiling every time he starts swearing. I thought, honestly, lads, like, you better get used to this. Because you you always sat behind somebody that's a bit of a gobshite.
0: Normally I'm sat next to one, to be (laughs) fair. (laughs) But, ah, it's... uh... You, you just expect to to have somebody up front and you know for the for the the qualities that that Saint maximum's got you know running running the front line, being able to pressure from the front which is what we've done so well over the last you know couple of months since how house came in was just completely missing from that um and I, I do as as we said somebody said there I think Josh that you said I think how how did get it wrong. With um, the the way he set the team up, um, and and I'd also question his substitutions in the in the second half as as well. Um, and, and I'm not saying that I, that I don't want to stick the, the club because I've seen some strange old comments on on Twitter over mm. the weekend about you know questioning the manager. He's still the man for me, but he's not above criticism.
1: I think yeah, I think this is what people are getting confused at the fact that. He's not beyond criticism. And there were things that were wrong in that game. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And just because as as a a fan of this football club, you call something out, it doesn't mean you you turn on any house. No, no, it's, it's far from that. Yes, I was hoping for, for huge improvement from Bruce, but we saw a bit of an improvement. Yeah. Not not obviously tons and tons, but give him we've got no other choice, really. You give them this transfer window, you give him the rest of the season and see where we are.
0: Oh, absolutely, um, and it, I think the the second half in particular just just showed, and it, it's probably a good thing that the the chairman was there. He, he chose to come back and and see the game yesterday as well because him looking at that versus because I think he's only been to that in the Spurs game. Spurs. Um is he going to have seen any of the the improvement that that has been made during that short time from from looking at that first game to that game? Probably not. So That's pretty good. back over. that's it. So it maybe that'll just help with the uh, the investment side of things and be able be able to move us forward. In, Do you think it uh, will? Do you think he, he'll
1: look at that? And obviously, he's he's the big guy here. He, he's the chairman of the football club. Um, and apparently, you staying in Newcastle for a couple of days. Do you think he would have looked at that and thought this is worse than what we thought? Um, and it's going to force him to. to I think go he'd that probably, extra mile he probably now.
0: I think he would probably be. All right with the first half because as as we've said it wasn't it wasn't terrible, it wasn't brilliant, but it mm-hmm. wasn't terrible. Um we did create chances, moments of it, but they were equally in the game. But then that the second half we just we just didn't show up. Um and, and the the substitutions, as I just mentioned there, compounded that for me. Um and it just it it made us even even, even worse, worse from,
1: from that point. Well we'll we'll go through a couple of players because one of the one, one of the players who's coming on a lot of criticism is Saint Maximin. Saint Maximin and I, I know I had the joke about the, the board game which he keeps on promoting. That that doesn't bother us. Most players have, have things outside of it, and, and if if that's what he wants to do outside of football, can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Um, the thing for me is that we've got a player that that is doing stepovers when there's nobody near him. It's the, the most frustrating
0: thing. For me yesterday with him was that every time the ball went to him, if he couldn't run at somebody and take them over, he would stop. Mm. He would then start doing step overs and then come back and stuff like that. It slowed our game down so much. It it almost brought what they were to a standstill on the edge of the box. Whereas normally when we see him in 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 positions where he normally plays, if he's if he's more out on the left or, or that little bit deeper he has that more opportunity to run at them and drive through. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see him driving into the box. Yes, he dribbled it in a couple of times, but it was after stopping, stopping the defender and then trying to get past them with little little tricks and stuff like that. Um, he was very frustrating for me yesterday. His, his work rate wasn't there, which... You know that's something that is is questioned about him. He, he wasn't doing any closing down. He wasn't putting any pressure on the the central defenders when they they were in possession of the ball. Um and and I think that's what what we needed and and we've done well over the previous weeks is is not allowing the the the, the opposition to, to have the ball and just be comfortable on it and stuff like that. Mm. We're constantly closing down. We're being aggressive. We're being fast. Um in into them and. Um, and that was that was missing from, from the front line um with having him up there by yourself and and also in midfield as well. I think like we have again sat here and talked about Sean Longstaff in the last couple of weeks of that he seems to be improving and getting better. But mate, that was me,
1: one of the worst performances I've seen from yeah. Sean Longstaff. Absolutely. He couldn't find a shocking. black and white shirt, could he? Shocking. Uh, honestly I like I get I got more and more frustrated and uh, I'm sat watching that thing. And, we should accept that bid for a million quid. It looked like he was worrying that he, he again whether or not
0: his his head's just not right at the moment because of this speculation, whether he's expecting uh, you know to to be sold, whether he's he's thinking his future's not here or, or what. But again, if you're if you're watching him in on that based on that performance, thinking, oh, we might we might have a bid on it, that's that's not going to encourage you. To, to put any kind of, you know, a, a bit on the table or something like that. fans looked,
1: watching that must be worried if they have to do again. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was just a, a strange old performance for him. Like I say, he couldn't, he couldn't find a black and white shirt. He was, he burst forward a couple of times and actually mm. linked, linked up getting, getting forward well. But everything kind of around that was just, just fall to bits the amount of times he, he just passed it straight out of play.
1: Yeah, just to, to touch on on St. Maximum, just go back over his great comment by Mark Richie there that says, Alan St. Maximum beat himself more than the defenders yesterday. Too many unnecessary tricks and disguised passes. Yeah. I mean, Aaron
0: even said to me at the match, he was like, why does he Why does he shoot when he should pass and pass when he should shoot? And I'm like, you, you tell me, son. I wonder that every bloody, every bloody game because there were so many times where where when he was running in and stuff like that and he could have just cut inside and expect him to unleash one and he, and he wouldn't mm. hold on to it too long or he'd turn back on himself or stop dead and, and then look to pass it and stuff like that. I, I can only really remember him um, having one, one good shot in the first half where, where he came in from the left, which is, is we all know that's where he does the most damage. Mm. He was out on the left. He came inside, came across the front of the box and he rifled one, uh, across to the uh, the, the keeper's left hand side, and the keeper did did make a good save. I know it was at a good height for the keeper, but you know he's 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 testing them. Other than that, I can't remember remember a shot that he that he had.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, just to, to mention this, let's uh, see if I can get it back up there because uh, we touched on this on, on the podcast last Monday on the All Smiling Faces podcast. Uh, Bruce uh, Scott says I think we need to start also looking at a new goalkeeper in the summer. Something else where Debravkas came on to have a lot of criticism over the last few weeks, I would say, and now, for me, once again, yes, he's got a mistake in him. Of course, he does. every single goalkeeper in the land has got a mistake in them. You're in a, a team, and you have been in a team since probably the very first minute that you walked into the club. They, you're getting the most shot out of any of football club in the Premier League. There's going to be more mistakes in there. For me, I, I'm on the same... Principle that I was on Monday night, where we bide with time with Dubravka, replace those in front of him, then see what happens. Yeah, I
0: mean, he's you can say he's low on confidence. I, I don't think he's he definitely hasn't been the same, the same player, you know, since coming back from his injury that we'd we'd seen, you know, in the last couple of seasons. Um, he didn't have the greatest of Euros in the, in the summer it's either been since the injury. Um, yeah, and I, I know obviously the. The goal, he's, he's came under a lot of criticism f- for that because he, he he kind of spills it, loses it between his leg. Um, I think it's it's the the way that he goes down. At first, his his knee gets caught in the in the turf, and he kind of it looks like he twists his knee. But then he seemed to be hobbling on his ankle after because he got a lot of treatment kind of after the goal. While when he when he went up for the last on. corner,
1: he was hobbling on yeah. the way up. To the- yeah.
0: Well yeah, I, I honestly, well, and, and Gillespie was the same, thought he was coming off because Gillespie had warmed up and he'd got stripped and, and he was did, there yeah, ready, the ball ready yeah. to come on. Um got his got his top on, his gloves on the, the whole lot. Um because Dubravka, like, you know, five, ten minutes after that goal, he's still kind mm. of hobbling around, but he 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 kept going through it. Um but it's just a, it's just a sloppy, sloppy goal. Um the way he, he kind of he makes the first save and then it squirms un, underneath him. And then for me, he's just very slow in, in turning round. whether he, he, I don't know whether he's lost his bearings or something like that, or whether it, it, it is just a bit of lethargy of turning around to try and pick it up. But their, their player is much faster to the ball, straight onto it, sniffing at it. He pokes it, it gets cleared away off it's, somebody. It's, and then it's drops.
1: Fabian Shea and that clearance is absolutely horrific. He just nods straight back on the edge of the five-yard box.
0: Yeah, so just comes straight back at you, and then uh, Ironside standing there completely unmarked, and ten hits it and sticks it in, doesn't he? Yeah. So, um, and then obviously there was a little bit of so when they got that goal, the VAR as well. Wasn't yeah, it?
1: so when that goal went to VAR, and VAR was used quite a lot during the game. We had two goals ruled off for, offside. For offside. Yeah. I think today... they rightly, one? rightly offside? Obviously, right they the had the penalty shout as well. Um, I, I thought what, that was. A penalty I was just going to say, outside. what did you think I'm in the leaving. ground? I thought all day all day it was a penalty. I, I was, haven't seen it back.
0: Well, I, I watched it on um, this morning on, on match of the day and I still think it's a penalty. Either way. Even watching the, uh, I, I don't understand Who what, is it? why Kraft. we get a free kick. Uh, Richie. Richie. Um, the, the player just comes in from behind them and gets, gets goal side of him. And, and the kind of, I don't know whether.
1: There's a contact outside of the box. There's a lot of people saying either way it was outside. It starts, the box. it does start
0: yeah. like that. Um, And there is a bit of, you know, hustle and bustle between the pair of them, but then Richie kind of falls on on top of their their striker. But I, I just did, didn't see where where free kick to us even even came into it at the time, or even as I say, watching the the replay back. Um Whether I've missed something there, I don't know. But I I I'd still say that that's a it's a penalty. You know, was outside the box. <laughs> well, if 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 they're given the. Initial infringement. That's maybe where they've. So the the VR decision to.
1: which took the longest was their goal. I didn't. uh well, it took as, a as we long, then long time as we
0: then saw on the replay, it was it was marginal, wasn't it? It didn't didn't I've, look off, like I say, offside. I still haven't seen it. It didn't look offside to me at the time when you when you see the freeze frame. It's it's tight, but he probably is just offside. Hmm. However, when the ball gets played through, Shelby sticks his legs leg out, and it comes off Shelby's toe. And then goes through to them for that, that first shot. So that's why they're then saying it's a it's a separate phase of play.
1: Um so he's onside. It took a long, long time for that yeah. decision. It really, really did. And I thought the longer this was going on, I thought Nets were gonna get ruled out. Right.
0: Well, I was as I say, I was surprised at the ground when after they, they scored and and you know, celebrating and stuff, and Debravka was down injured, the referee was over with him, brought on the, the um the physio, and then the announcer actually said. Or VAR, VAR check in progress for offside. We're like, oh, bad on.
1: Yeah. So, so Scott puts in there, um, they were looking to see if Shelby had touched it or not. Yeah. Like you just said. Um, so it just touches his toe, does it? Yeah. It
0: just it comes off. And like when you see it, it's it's one of those ones where you think, does it, doesn't it? But, I thought it was a whole case where you had to like control the ball sort of thing. Yeah, he just, it like literally goes through and he dangles his foot out, trying to, to stop the ball going through. And it, you know, maybe it does come off his toe, but it's. It's one of those things. As we just said before, by that point we should have we should have been miles ahead of them. Mm,
1: yeah. If we could have taken more chances. Another player that I want to mention uh, came off the bench. Uh, Miggy halmiron Yeah. Shocking.
0: He just he, he tried everything he could to get involved in the game, couldn't he? he? Ran, just couldn't. First touch couldn't get was in it.
1: lifting. He was running into to players left, right, and centre with the ball. He was poor, really poor for me. And I normally defend halmiron I really do. And he looked shocking, yeah. absolutely horrendous. I, I, I do. I, I like him. I,
0: I think he brings, although he doesn't bring assists and goals to the team, he brings more to the team with his, his energy, as his energy, his busyness, and and he tried to do that, but it just wasn't, it wasn't working, and it was just one of one of those games where it it just seemed to be infectious throughout the the, the team of just people not being able to to. to Pull together a, a performance to get out with it, out of it. Um, with exception for me for one player, which and and this is was again the the other decision that I just didn't understand and still can't get my head around was was Jacob Murphy. I thought he had a fantastic game. Um, he was very very busy I involved so, in so everything. He, he
1: hit the ball, um, but I think he with, I've made two good saves he, from him I think as with well. Jacob Murphy, though, he, he just I think the second half especially when. When Saint was dropping deep, he should have been further up.
0: Well, it we changed second half. Mm. Saint went out on the left, and Murphy went up front, um, and it, that actually brought Saint Maximum into the game more. Mm. That changed because he was in the position that he that he, he should be in. But again, when the Cambridge Cambridge defense were just dropping off, that's that's when you know somebody with it that's more suited to playing in in that. Rule will come and collect the ball and turn and, and get at them mm. and stuff like that draw defenders out of position what murphy was doing well to, to when he went went up top by himself was allowing a ball in behind and running in with the pace that he had yeah that was the goal that that, 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 I mean, he that was ruled offside but he was a mile offside. as a as i, I say think, we could clearly see that but
1: i think if, if go th- th- there's a lot of players that are going to get replaced in this team not necessarily this transfer window but Depend on our situation. Come the end of the season, there's going to be a hell of a lot of players leave this football club. Do you feel as if not necessarily Jake Murphy, but to go back to to Almiran? Do you think his times run out now? Do you think he's had enough opportunities?
0: I don't think he's, he hasn't really had any opportunities this season. As he? he hasn't, he hasn't featured much with the um, the kind of formation that we've we've gone with in midfield. And obviously George dropping into there. Yes, What's what, the fourth season? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna limit his you know the chances that he does get to play. Which is why I was surprised he, he didn't he didn't feature from the start. I'll be um, I'll be surprised game, right?
1: if we keep a hold of Alberan. I really do. And I'll be even more surprised if he stays in England. Yeah.
0: No, I think with the with the changes that we're we're looking to make, the the way that was setting up, it's the formation that we, we currently play doesn't doesn't suit him. Mm. He needs to be in in behind somebody or on on that left hand side. Um and he's he's not gonna get the it's gonna be a there, canny loss it?
1: as well that like, you're gonna lose on him. Twenty five million it was touted wasn't it that was spent on Almiron. We're gonna take a canny hit on him like
0: uh, probably. um probably came over but, as a
1: goal scorer for the MLS and struggled to find the goal in the Premier League. I think
0: again he had he had a good relationship with Martinez there. So the pair of them kind of fed off each other and in you know, made, made and created stuff for each other, which is why the the pair of them scored a a lot of goals because they had that that relationship. Um, I I could see him going to somewhere like Spain or something like that, and, and being very very good because mm. you know it's it's a little bit of a a slower tempo to the game. You'll have more space. You'll have more of that opportunity to do what he's he's good at: it if, if running on, running in behind running the players and and that link up. Um, One of the other
1: players I want to mention who was. Just as bad, Joe Willick I d- I d- couldn't find a pass. I don't that know. That shot happened. at the end,
0: oh, was it was, I was at the death as well, wasn't it? I goes mean,
1: into Rose at the back of the Gallagher. What What has happened to this kid? I don't I know. Get it's, it's a different position, but Jesus, like we, we, we were pissing and moaning about the, the difference between Kennedy the second season that he yeah, arrived. Yeah, this could be worse. Well, huh? because we paid we've paid
0: money for yeah. him. We've paid the twenty-five million. But again, I didn't expect to have another a season from him like we got last year with all of the goals and stuff like that when we had them. But I, I expected to see more of a, a player from him than, than, I, than I that I am at the minute. Um again, I don't know what, what it is, whether whether he's feeling a bit a bit homesick, obviously the fact that he's moved away from his, his family and came up here at a young age and stuff like that, or or what was he was he when he came was he you know playing for a future i think he still had one at arsenal and you know now that 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 dream's gone he's he's kind of again gone regressed a little bit in himself but it's yeah, it's it's worrying that he seems to have gone you know backwards quite quite quickly um in as, as much the same way as, as long staff has etc um it's but we know we know there's a player in there and and i, I expected coming on later in the game them to see some of those runs, him arriving late to the box, getting in, arriving for some of those crosses and stuff like that. But he just, he didn't. Well, that
1: opportunity that he had was ideal yeah. for him, you think. You're hitting the target, at yeah. least. At least. Is is that a confidence thing with him, you know, but whereas it, last season? Case, it's going to be a confidence thing for every single one of those players on that field. No,
0: but I mean, like last season where everything he was touching was was going in, wasn't it? Every mm. every shot that he had, it was flying in where when you've got that confidence of, of being able to shoot and thinking you're going to score, whereas I'm not having a run of games, not, well, not playing if, great. That's... If
1: you're going to be picking confidence up, it's against a league one team. You, you would, would expect hope. so. Yeah. You would hope. And yep. that's worrying for me. Yep. Going in that Watford game next week, low on confidence. Watford will probably be up for the fight.
0: Well, Watford got a good turning over yesterday as well, like to be yeah. fair. So, um. I don't know. It's it, it. It it could be one of those games where it's just two very poor teams that are battling against each other, or it could be one where if if the shackles are off for both of them, we could have it. You know, a, a good, a good end, end, game end game of football. football. You, you just know. you just don't know what what's what's going to happen. Um, I can have I've lost count of the amount of times I've said these words, but I expect to see a reaction at the weekend coming after after that performance. Uh, whether that'll happen or not, I I don't know. I think how will demand it um after after that performance. Um again, his comments after the game were a little bit strange for me around the kind of with him saying that he, he thought the attitude and performances and stuff like that were I think
1: if you look at the, the, the full interview though, um because I, I watched the interview back, there's a question I can't remember who it's from. It Maybe Chris Watson. No I, might, I can't remember. Um but that is the question about the Attitude of the players yeah. and the body language of the players. I think he's led in that question. I'm going to be even more shocked if he turns around and goes. I thought body language was a disgrace. It was, though. It was, but I think I think he can answer. Now at Newcastle United, it's a little bit too early yeah, to start throwing I, these players. On I the don't bus. expect
0: him to say that, but I think he needs to be a little bit more. And he probably I don't know whether he is doing it to protect these players, but he, he he just needs to be a bit a bit more careful with what he's doing because it's almost. We've all got eyes in in, in our heads. We, we all saw that performance. We well, all saw sees, what the body language was. If
1: he, if he was. response from that comment, then you would think that he might change his approach going forward because shouldn't have been saying it. Shouldn't it? Like, if you're looking at a completely different game than what we are because there was a players on there that I thought didn't give a shit because... Yes. They're probably not going to be here for much longer, yeah. in my opinion. And, and look like a pre-season not, friendly.
0: Not that as well. Players that you expect to be here. Um, I thought for the first the first 20 minutes, Saint just didn't look interested at mm. all. He was ambling around up, up front by himself, um, not getting involved in the game. Um, and you know that that's when you expect him, who's meant to be one of the stars of our team, to be leading by example. Mm. Um and it, it just wasn't happening. And, and there was too much of that throughout that team of people just just not seeming to to be up for that fight, wanting to to go and, just and to, win
1: it. to go on a positive, so it was uh, Kieran Trippier's debut. Yep. I thought at times, Kieran Trippier, if you're looking from the outside in, there's, there's a few passes that, that are overhit. But in my brain, that's thinking, hey, he's reading this play a hell of a lot better than the yeah. rest of these lads are. And I thought that showed that his quality Similar, it sounds ridiculous to know how Papi CC had this offside thing about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was offside because he was he was always ready. On move, he yeah. was on the ball, ready to yeah. go, thinking, I need this ball right now. Yeah. And he was just that little bit faster little than fast, everybody yeah. else, like brain working. And I thought Kieran Tripper was exactly yeah. the same yesterday. A few times where he picks a ball outside the, the box. And without looking, it's like a, he's looking elsewhere. Then he passes it around a defender. And now our lad's just a flat-footed diggy. Yep. Oh, shit, I should have moved.
0: Well, be, where I was sat... um Obviously, the the first half, I got I got to see him very very close up and personal mm. because he was just he was there in in front of us the whole time, and he he was excellent. Not just and and I know he talked a lot about it in his his interview about what he can he can kind of bring to the team with his his experience and his his leadership and stuff like that. I saw more leadership from him in in that that ninety minutes. Than I've seen from our captain all season. He was he was organising, he was talking, he was pointing, he was he was when we were in position with play and stuff like that. He was he was ordering like players around him where to go, where to come, and stuff like that. It was just it just shows you the difference in the mentality of somebody that is that good. Um, I probably didn't appreciate you know how how good he actually is. Until I sat and watched them for that think,
1: that ninety minutes, I think another few players alongside him, in front of him, you're going to see that that quality. They, they'll if if you can get people of
0: that of that stature, that 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 mentality, that that level, it'll it'll make a, a night and day difference to us because. He was, he, he, like, obviously where he's playing, he's getting Kraft to come across. He's telling Kraft to pull pull up. You had Fraser in front of him for the first half. He's telling him to come in. He's pointing to him. The midfield guys, he's in in there with Shelby and Longstaff organising them, talking to them. He's been here five minutes, and he's telling them how to play.
1: The thing is, mate, the thing, thing that's really pissed me off is that, yes, you've been, what, in Newcastle 48 hours? Then he gets his debut afterwards. At full time couple of our players walked down the tunnel, and Kieran Trippier is basically begging them to get back on the field and applaud the fans. To be and fair, I was a bit. Desained.
0: I was a bit. I'm a little bit torn with that because I, like, to be fair, I sat here the other week and had a good saying for, for doing the very mm-hmm. same thing of walking, walking off the pitch. Um, I was a little bit in two minds because at that point, I didn't want them to come in. Come and clap and and come to them because I was pissed off with them. So it's almost like a like when they they coming to us, like fuck off, like why why are you coming to applaud applaud to us now, kind of thing. But the fact that trip are on his debut and stuff like that, yes, I applauded I applauded him because of you know it's thanking thanking him for for what he's done. Uh, Murphy uh, uh, again, he does it every week. but he, last one, he was the last one off the pitch walked yeah. around and he was a substitute. He came back on a... you know. A, a, I even shouted to him because he was like quite the Aaron was like well well played kind of thing, um, but it's just my initial my initial reaction was just get off the pitch because it was as we started starting off with with it was it was embarrassing mm. um, that that second half and I think though I felt I, think, I felt anger towards them.
1: I think the players, especially the senior players, are going to have to appreciate what the fan base has done this season. We have been absolutely horrific on the field, but we have we haven't turned against those players. No, no. We haven't turned against them. War flags are still there every single week. We're still there doing our part. Yep. They have to. They honestly, they should be appreciating that at every single one to there. Well, I I, but...
0: I stuck a, a video that I took from before the game on on. Twitter of, of war flags and the, the Gallagher and, um because obviously where we sit we don't get to really appreciate it because mm. we're, we're in that Under normally um, so being able to, to kind of be able to sit and look at it you actually you can see firsthand how good it looks mm. um, from there so I posted on and there was there was quite a, a few comments of people saying like you know how can the players not look at that and get motivated how can they not feel inspired from from having that welcome into the the ground and, and wanting to play from those fans, and that's it. Like if 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 you can't be motivated to do that when you're you're being encouraged that much, then there's there's a problem there. Um,
1: and it's a deep-rooted problem, mate. And and the the problem is that these players have been at this football club for far too long. There's a lot of them have, yeah.
0: Um, and it's look, and I, and I know. Obviously, how only been here a, a, a few months? The the owners have only been a f- here a few months. We've got 14, 15 years of neglect to to get out of. So, yes, I don't expect it for it to happen overnight, but I do expect effort and mm. in, in a bit of uh, you know a, a bit of enthusiasm from our players when they when they're going on that pitch. And that's something that we've always said. From from you know, even going there and knowing that was shit there's no excuse for not trying
1: do do you feel i I know i know what hurt yesterday at full time um it was flat as anything absolutely flat um do you think it's a blessing in disguise
0: (laughs) it's that old chestnut who can concentrate on the league now isn't it we've got no distractions but then equally having a good run of games a good result gives you a a reaction and gives you a little bit of motivation i'm hoping that it's maybe because the energy levels just didn't look there for me, whether or not it's people that are are fatigued, the fact that we had players coming back in from COVID and stuff like that, whether that's just done it. I mean, Richie went off in the second half. He was blown out of his horse. We looked very similar to what
1: Manu looked like when we played them when they had two weeks off.
0: Yeah. So it's, you know, we don't know how how much impact that's had. We know people that have had COVID have, have suffered a lot with tiredness, fatigue and stuff like that. There was a lot of that, but it started in the first minute for some of the players. Um, you just hope that another week, week on the training ground, wanting to put that right, maybe we can have another breakthrough in the transfer market this week, whether that'll, that'll spur um, people To on. be fair,
1: I'm not even putting it down anything like that. I'm just putting it down that Cambridge wanting it
0: more. 100%. It's you saw it at the end of the game. The the reaction from the players, they they should immediately they be kicked were, out of
1: the competition for them doing that Ronaldo celebration uh, well, after afterwards. That, that was
0: after, luckily, I didn't get to say that at the time because we uh, we were long gone by that point. But the you know they were they, they were celebrating like they'd won the yeah. won the league when the final whistle was blown. Um, it was very telling that all of their players ran to their keeper and were celebrating with him because he safe, was outstanding. That's the save end. from Joe's header at the Gallic it was unbelievable, unbelievable how that stays out, but. That's that's the difference, isn't it? That's it's the has it's the old cliche, but it's the magic of the cup. It's it's a lower league team coming to a, a Premier League team and and, and doing that giant killing, and yeah, we're unfortunately the, the victim of it.
1: So we'll, we'll we'll call this one off now. Um, so we are back tomorrow night. Always man, face. Are you here okay tomorrow night? I am. Are you here tomorrow night? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said the week. I'm sure somebody said the we going I thought it was you. Um. But yeah, uh, we're back tomorrow night for the All Smiling Faces podcast. It'll be me, Mark, uh, Decker, and Bessie there. Uh, we'll think. But I, haven't even, <laughs> I haven't even told them yet. So you just think they'll just know now and tell us if they weren't That's coming, but they
0: don't. Automatically, Monday, Monday night.
1: Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll be back uh, on Monday night. We are doing a special recording on Wednesday, I think it is. That one's not going to be live, but that is going to be early access for members. Oh, who's that with? Of the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. So we've got a new feature, which is going to be at least once a month. Where it'll be mainly myself alongside Ryan Taylor just to discuss what's going on at the football club.
0: Is that Ryan Taylor, the journalist?
1: That's Ryan Taylor, ex Newcastle United oh, player. That Ryan, Ryan Taylor. over the wall. Over the, Taylor. the wall, Taylor, yeah. Um. So he's going to be coming on, like I said, at least once a month. Uh, this week, of course, Ryan Taylor has been involved in, in a few are from cup games. So he'll know exactly it, yeah. what it's like for the, for the players at the minute and we'll ask him a few questions about that, a few questions about welcoming new lads into the dressing room especially new lads that are coming in on a, a higher wage than the rest of them. So we'll discuss that and plenty more. Like I said if you do want to listen Excited. to those you do have to be a member of the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. It's 3.99 a month or 4.99 a month I think at the moment. Um come and join everybody you do get access to the Telegram group as well where You can interact with everybody else who is a member, which is great, crack as well. Um, Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel. And that's us done for the night. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to...
0: Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps)